Oh, come, Holy Spirit, come, come as the fire and burn in us. Come as holy wind and cleanse. Come as holy light and lead, convict, convert, consecrate us until we are wholly yours, transformed into the image of Christ. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. While you're getting s- sitting, I'm going to pluck something from one of the lessons in, uh, in morning prayers, an extra uh, prayer at the beginning. Lifting from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, I would like to request of you what he requested of those first century Christians. Pray for me that I may be granted the right words when I open my mouth and may boldly and freely make known God's holy purpose for which we are all ambassadors. It is a remarkable thing when the human will and the spirit of love combine. It is a powerful and wonderful result. Things happen, good things happen when people deep in their hearts give themselves to the movement of the Spirit of God. Did you ever as a young student uh, do that fun and harmless chemical reaction experiment of combining a mild alkaline with a mild acid? Uh, you know, you, you stir up some baking soda in a little pitcher of water and you add that vinegar and up come the bubbles, the, the, the foment, and uh, it's really quite remarkable. Well, wonderful things happen when worshipers uh, give themselves to God. There's a, like a spiritual chemical reaction that takes place. It's noticeable. And uh, the disciples of Jesus wait as we look at the story today for the promised spirit. And there's a big positive result. So I'd like to claim today as a day of the firepower of the Holy Spirit. Now I know there are negative allusions to the pairing of the words firepower. In troubled spots everywhere around the globe, groups are assessing their own and comparing it with their adversary's firepower. But today we are talking about a power that is infinitely grander than anything like that. Today we're talking about the redemptive power and the flames of the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit which empowers us to carry out our several callings is fueled by this power of grace. If you heard the presiding Bishop Michael Curry preach at the royal wedding at St. George's Chapel yesterday in Windsor, you heard him make a great deal out of the nature of power, uh, the, of fire, the power of fire. And his jumping off place was a very commonly read text at weddings, the Song of Solomon reference, comparing the strength of love to fire. Quoting, For love is strong as death, passion cruel as the grave. It blazes up like a blazing fire, fiercer than any flame. Many waters cannot quench love. He has a very handy time of moving from the wedding sermon to the Pentecost, uh, I think, lesson today. 
as if he needed it. I think with Michael Curry, you could give any random word and he could hold forth with the gospel like nobody would heard it before. And uh, there was just, <laughs> so, if you saw it, there was, it was so much fun watching 600 Brits expecting platitudes and being lambasted with kind of unfiltered gospel. Uh, and, and I think a lot of them had a really positive reaction, and some were just like rocked back on their heels. We need to be rocked back on our heels. I mean, it's Pentecost, and, and every day I could hear a sermon like that. And it's just not fair that he can do that. It just is not fair. <laughs> we are needing firepower like Pentecost power because we are called to a very high purpose. I'm thinking of the challenge that Justin Welby, the Archbishop of Canterbury, gave to a number of students some years ago. He said to them, each one of you is unique with a calling and purpose in life that no one else can do. Find it. Now think of that because it's true of you. Each one of you is unique with a calling and purpose in life that no one else can do. I kind of take from this a little translation of what the apostles saw that day. In their case, everybody was praising God, but all the people from all over the country were hearing the praises in their own native tongue. It was a miracle of Pentecost. In our case, when we go out and speak, we have some particular language that somebody is out there, they're waiting. To, it's not necessarily a language, but it's a style of communication that you have that will make it happen for that person. And when that happens, that person may come to a place where they confess the name of Jesus in their own hearts and they experience the salvation of God. We have these natural gifts of physical life and they align with the spiritual gifts of divine grace. The offering within our control are the choices of the human will that line up then with the forces out of our control which is the grace of the Holy Spirit, the movement of the Spirit in our lives. And aren't you glad we have these, these physical gifts, these gifts natural to us? They start with our gifts of senses. That's a beautiful thing. And they even extend to the gifts of our own personalities and uh, the skills that we kind of naturally have or that we have crafted for ourselves. And you add to that the gift, the natural gift of God for reason and uh, abstraction and language and uh, creativity. And uh, these are the things that we combine to bring what we can bring. And then God is faithful to provide what God provides as well. So we add these uh, things together and it's remarkable that we are given this opportunity to minister in his name. We uh, receive both physical and spiritual gifts to carry out God's plans in our situations in life. We learn from the account of the second chapter of Acts of the Apostles. 
in this great festival of faith, that the Holy Spirit was poured out in Jesus' followers that day in Jerusalem to turn a large group of faithful into a spirit-empowered family. Christ's new mode for being physically present in the world. He was gone, and yet he was there because the family of faith was spirit-empowered and the body of Christ was moving out in a new kind of way. I am betting that the rector's sermon from Easter has been working away at you when he talked about how the resurrection is the introduction of an entirely new mode of human being. And here what we're seeing is the natural outgrowth of that, that it's not just going to be Christ and it's not us waiting for the end of our physical life. This new mode of being human is happening all the time, day by day, as we avail ourselves to the movement of the Spirit. Christ's body, the church, was born that day and would continue to grow and bring good news, God's forgiveness and love, beginning in Jerusalem and spreading around the globe for centuries. In the ancient faith, God's Spirit was active. We know that. But look at how we receive that record of faith in the Old Testament. God granted the Spirit for God's purposes at particular times to particular people for particular movements. Moses, for example, was called out by God in the divine deliverance of the chosen people from slavery in Egypt into the land of promise. And the Holy Spirit made it happen. Moses, God's prophet, assisted by the priest Aaron and Joshua, the military commander. They were the human agents gifted for God's plan. And on the Jewish feast of Pentecost, some 1,500 years later, the Spirit was poured out not so not so narrowly, but poured out on all the believers gathered. It was likely that the Spirit engulfed the eleven, the new guy, Matthias, and all the women who had been with Jesus from the beginning, and all the followers who just couldn't help but be part of this message of Jesus' love. And they were all there. Such an event was predicted by the Hebrew prophets. Even Peter notes this, interpreting what was going on, and quotes Joel. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. And I've got four other references, but I'll just read this one. For I will pour out water on a thirsty land, from Isaiah, and streams on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon the descendants and my blessing on your offspring. Today we recall the beginning of the fulfillment of that outpouring. And we look to that day when Simon Peter and so many from the Fellowship of the Apostles 
were gathered all in one place. The day of Pentecost was running its course, just like it always did there in Jerusalem, when suddenly there came from the sky a noise like that of a strong driving wind which filled the whole house. What must they have been thinking? And there appeared to them tongues like flames of fire, fire dispersed among them and resting on each one. We take time now to look back at that day. But wait, what's happening today? Some 2,000 years later, the Holy Spirit, tongues of flame are flickering above you now and within you right now. You may not feel any heat. Don't worry. The fire has cleansed you. You may not see the brilliant, uncreated light, but don't worry. It will light your path and it will illuminate your tasks. God's firepower is amazing. We need it. The news has got to get out. The word has got to get out. What word? Well, the word of love. What news? Well, the news of the highest good that you are loved. You are loved. We must all receive that news. We must all tell that news. Ordinary people saying yes to God. Their stories of faith. Gossiping the gospel everywhere you can think of to gossip it. We can look like that first century spilling over of, of the church and the spirit. Anticipating some reaction in our experience. The power to save breaking out everywhere. The power to heal and share and forgive and teach and connect. Breaking out everywhere. Living out our baptismal covenant, which we will reaffirm in a moment. Believing in God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Committing ourselves as faithful worshipers, willing to repent, who tell the good news. Love others. Seek Christ in them. Honor, honoring the dignity of all. Striving for peace and fairness everywhere. That's the chemical Reaction, the spiritual reaction, the spilling over of love. To heck with all heck breaking out. That happens every day. It's the power of the Holy Spirit fire here. Let all love break out. Let all love break out and rejoice. <laughs>